0: Where every the Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Hard for wrestling. Email us questions and complaints, and wrestling is hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, how are you? Brandon's not here this week. Let's pour some out for our homie Brandon, who we will hear from soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's going through it right now.
1: Uh, I'm sure we'll be discussing this week.
0: Nothing dire. I'm sure he'll talk about it. It's something that he's wanted for a long time. But Chris, I know you can agree that when the thing that you want for a long time actually happens, sometimes you're think it's your fault and you're sad about it. I'm not gonna discuss what it is that happened to him.
1: Uh you know, you, you come, mean, to come
0: how did this happen?
1: Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. In a couple of days you're like, Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa wow. ah!
1: wow. You're ripping your smocks off all over the house. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I get it. How are you? I'm wonderful. Got anything? But yeah, well, I mean, you know, we we've decided to uh making some changes, um we're making some changes in our life. Not, you know, not that everything's not great. It is, but time to like we were talking about before we started recording, reinvent, reestablish and reinvent and continue to sure keep sure. ourselves relevant. So, uh we decided we're going to uh put a gym in the garage, just a squat rack and just, we don't need much, just the basics. So I went through the garage. I have, I actually moved them out of the way because they were actually sticking behind me. I have multiple totes in my garage filled with empty boxes from toys, just in case I wanted to sell them. Right. I have the same thing in my basement. And then I decided you ain't fucking selling them and if you do who gives a shit like do you really need the fucking box you know so you're not get, you're not getting the mint price for it cuz you opened it cuz you opened it so i went through and i chucked i have i'm looking at cuz i'm looking at in my basement i'm looking right now at two like restaurant obvious where i got them trash bags right. filled with boxes i have two more in the garage and then four regular like hefty kitchen bags full of boxes in the garage. I threw out everything that what I sat here and I popped all the accessories out and put them in the bags labeled what toy line they were from. Good call. And then I, uh, and then I basically saved all the boxes for anything I can't find at Walmart or Kmart. So stuff from super seven, things like that. Right. Those boxes got saved because there are a lot of pre-orders and they don't make a lot of them. So, you know, you want to keep it. I like to keep all that stuff kind of together. Um So yeah, that's basically my uh, was my last few days. And then uh, I uh was wandering through. Wa- I went to Walmart. Our kitchen sink clogged. Okay. On Good a Sunday it. night, my uh, refrigerator stopped. Just stopped working.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. and I checked the therm the thermometer. It says it's sixty degrees. And I'm like, oh, when the fuck did this happen? And so oh, I closed perfect. the door and I reopened it. And it was on. I'm like, so yeah, we're, we're, we're not filling it because we're going on vacation in two weeks. Yeah. We're not filling it at all. Right. And we're just planning on getting a new refrigerator eventually. That's, yeah. But we want to do it. It's before a kitchen remodel. Like we haven't even, like we haven't even planned out this kitchen remodel. So to buy an expensive brand new refrigerator and then want something larger or maybe thinner or wider or something right now, it's just like, Guess we're going to scratch and dent for a little while.
1: Well, we uh, oh, get one of those little college ones. <laughs> yeah, Square things, the ice tray, ice tray. <laughs> uh, so I go, anyway, I go, um, I go to Walmart. I got to buy Drano. First of all, when your sink clogs and you think it's the garbage disposal's backed up, so you turn the garbage disposal and it spins and you turn this, the garbage disposal off, the garbage disposal then goes, Bloosh! Throws water back at you. Oh my <laughs> you god! Know, this is going to happen. But in, so I go there, get Torino. Everything's up, end up, ended up fine. But uh, in the process of being in Walmart, of course, you know, you go in to get Torino at nine o'clock, nine thirty on a Sunday night. Where do you have to stop while you're in Walmart? The toy section. That's right. And okay. I ended up with. Let's see it.
0: Oh, we got a reveal. Excellent.
1: Now I I probably would have kept them. I hanged the pack, the blister packs on the wall. You've been in my basement. Mm-hmm. If, but if the
0: Blister if you're blister watching packs, on YouTube, you can see that's rows of GI Joe figures. Yeah.
1: So if you, but if the blister packs wrecked,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll I'll open it and I, look. So uh, they have a Masters of the WWE collection, which is basically He Man and WWE guys. I have a mm-hmm. few of those. And then they came out with these WWE superstars, which were the wrestling figures that I would have collected as a kid if they looked like this. They're essentially, they look just like He-Man action figures. It's the same mold that they use for He-Man action figures now. Yes, wrestling figures, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so um, I ended up with the one that I really wanted. Okay. Even though I hated him as a wrestler, I couldn't fucking stand this man, and I don't know that I like him as a human being.
0: I can't say. Oh, the honky tonk. The honky tonk.
1: That's
0: a pretty good one. The he's honky tonk. He's got a little guitar. He's got a guitar and real clothes. That's a big one.
1: It's, you can't really see, but he's got a rubber band, like a plastic little see through rubber band around it. Cause you can bash the guitar over people's heads and explodes. <laughs> uh, and I, I was like, ooh, does the, this can, can you bash the guitar? And I took the guitar apart. I was like, oh, you can bash the guitar. And then I sat here for 20 minutes. Like, I can't come back together. <laughs> I'm saying God, God damn it. So yeah, that was my big uh my big reveal of the week.
0: Very good, very good. Chris the collector, he's got stuff you can look. Go on our YouTube, and he's got or a if lot you of are stuff. watching on YouTube, you can see it.
1: He also he has, has a wife that. Sorry, uh, he also has a wife. I have to give her credit; that's very supportive of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: not mine. <laughs> Let's, move <on. laughs> Let's move on. Okay, uh wait a minute. I don't have my notes up. That was your week,
1: Jim? I don't know.
0: I'm trying to think if I did anything like shit myself or something. Nah, I just worked. Believe it or not, I actually bartended all week, which uh, is like unheard dude. of. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> for me. Fuck. No, I work. I'll be, I will I I
1: worked all weekend. It was outrageous. Good. Yeah. I've gotten to the point now. Things have changed in the. I don't know for you. You have a younger crowd, a much younger. The ours crowd is, is super young. Yeah. Um things are changed two ways. They've changed in the neighborhood that I worked in. We don't get the traffic that we used to get because Philly's expanded and exp- you know, the the cool section of Philadelphia has expanded so much moved. in the last ten years. Yeah. It's all moved away. Um and we you know, but for years I used to walk and I only worked one night a week and the rest of them I would do the lunch shift and in the afternoon and then that all changed with COVID. So for years when I worked, I only worked one night a week, and when I worked that night, if I, I would always pray that it was fucking, I was slammed when I walked in the door. Right. Because if I was slammed at happy hour, I would be dead at midnight. That is just the way it always worked out. And if you're in the bar business long enough, you know, there are patterns and they after a while they never fail. Right. You know how it's going to end up. So now, after a year of having to close at 10 then 11 and 12, I think a lot of people of a certain age, and I want to say mid-30s and up, have realized the benefits of going out early and getting drunk early and going home early. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, and there are no people on the street at um, at 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. I'm at the point now where I'm actually blocking because where I work, it gets weird. You get weird guys looking in the window, and this doesn't mean anything. They're just weird. They can be just weird, drunk dudes that have been in another bar. I mean, just everybody at a certain time gets weird. There, there is there's a
0: bus, a pretty busy bus, uh, L stop right by you. Right, Market Frankfurt line. So, so you get all the straggies, the stragglers,
1: yeah, the strags. So uh, there's some
0: parks for them to sleep in nearby. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so we. um We've got, we have like a new, me and my coworker, cause there aren't even many people working there anymore. My coworker and I, he works Wednesday and I work another day. He, uh, he said, um, he, we both do the same thing. We lock the door when the mm-hmm. last couple of customers, whether we know them or not, when the last couple leave and you're in there, if it's ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, you lock the door and you wait to see like, If somebody you know shows, not even if you know them well, but they've been in there a few times or, you know, you get a group of people and then you're like, you know, they're out and about. And you can tell just by seeing them that they're like kind of maybe just got done at a concert or something. You Mm -hmm. get up, you unlock the door, you let them in, you leave the door unlocked the entire time they're there because now you have company. And right, then, you're
0: not there by yourself. Not
1: there by yourself, and then when they leave, you lock the door. And I've been doing that at 11 o'clock, and, uh, you know, I've been getting out of there 12 nice. <laughs> every night. So it's yeah. back to – uh but it's just weird. It's just weird how things have – not weird, but I guess expected, but the change is stuck. Yeah. And frankly, for my mental and physical health, they've stuck for the better. I don't want to be it, going to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, I was uh, getting home and, like, having a beer on the couch and then waking up erect. You know, like, 3.30 in the morning, I'm drinking a beer on the couch, and then I wake up, like, the sun came up, and I haven't moved. Oh, God, you <laughs> feel so bad. I didn't even, like, barely drank the beer. But I didn't even have the the energy to turn the TV on. Just like, what happened? Did I finish my New Japan Strong Spirits <laughs> training?
1: Oh, no. All right, let's
0: move on. Let's let's, let's do it. Let's talk about some wrestling. Enough about us talking about work. Boring-ass work. It's we'll more able. interesting than AEW this week. Yeah, it really is. All right. Um. So, yeah, AEW stunk, but a bunch of Joshi happened and some New Japan news and stuff like that, so we'll fucking talk about that because AEW stunk this week. Uh. First up, are we going to talk about AEW at all? Yeah, we will at the end.
1: Okay, all right. I just I wasn't sure how we were. Is that cool? Yeah, whatever, our, I just had our, a couple our, stupid points to make. We'll do well, it again.
0: That's, that's usually our, uh, MO is to cover it last. Yeah, we usually just have <laughs> deflated, but <it's, laughs> we get to it. Uh, <laughs> it uh, makes me miss the fucking cage match. The cage match was fun compared to what I've been watching. But anyway, um, so they, uh, New Japan did their quarterly, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, a couple of things they touched on. Uh, one is that they're trying to move towards a younger talent base. They did a comparison to what, where they were 10 years ago and where they are now, and they had a lot of guys. You know, you don't think about it, but most of their roster, their stars are all in their 40s now. Uh, uh Shingo Takage, Naito, Ibushi if he's coming back. Of course, Tanahashi, he's up in like the later 30, 40s. But they're trying to move towards a younger um group of people, and in and it, as at, at, by bringing in younger talent, they hope
1: to bring in younger fans as well, which is a big deal. Chris Love. I think it's a good idea. I think the only real, because we've been, New Japan is, up until just recently, has essentially been unwatchable. Right. So we didn't really get to Pandemic New
0: Japan was terrible. It's it not, was uh, awful. Yeah. around the bush. It was right. Awful. It was
1: awful. So you end up getting, you didn't get to see any of those young boys. Cause I wasn't, I, I, I didn't want to watch the main event. I wasn't watching the six man's. Mm-hmm. That wasn't happening. Um, what's his, uh, Shota Umino? Yeah. Promise. He right. looks like he should be fun to watch. But other than that, I can't really say, you know, a couple of the strong guys that roll with Osprey, um, you know, Australian Open and, you know these guys all have Osprey himself. If you say whatever you will about him. I mean, these are guys that actually have some talent. So, you know, I haven't had too much exposure to it, but I'm willing. And I, I think Show and Yo are get will get a you know the, you got a bad taste in your mouth because they're getting featured in places where they really shouldn't have been featured. Right? They were doing what they best they can do. Show is not young though. Yo, no, he isn't. is he? Isn't. Oh, Show, is yeah. he? Show, okay.
0: Show's close to closer to forty then.
1: Really? I didn't yeah. expect that.
0: He started young. late. Okay,
1: okay. So, but new faces, even though mm-hmm. he's not young, you could, you could tell everybody he's 27 and nobody will know the difference because he was a right. young boy not that long ago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I hope to get better cards and more interesting stuff so I can actually watch this right. and I'll be excited about the whole thing, but it seems to be going in that direction. But what yeah. we saw at, um, Forbidden Door, they brought young talent over and it was all it was all entertaining.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of young talent that was featured, especially in that match against the uh Gun Club. And um, the acclaimed are from New Japan Strong, the U.S. branch of New Japan. So, Hobari, um, who was the CEO or whatever, he then said that um, after being exposed to the women's world championship match at Forbidden Door, he wants to have more women on New Japan of America shows. He's going to use stardom as the source of that talent. There's no promise that there's going to be women in New Japan's main shows. There's no reason for it. They have their own shows. Stardom has their own shows. But, uh, yeah, he seems to imply that he's going to bring some women over to work New Japan of America. Got okay, thoughts?
1: I, that makes more sense. I remember saying why, you know, it was a big deal that they had women on Russell Kingdom, even in the dark match, and you know why, but me, I thought it was more like these one of these fucking carny ass old school ways of thinking where you're like, "Oh, right. well, women here, right, right but it right. wasn't, it was because they have their own thing right that's there's great. plenty of
0: other companies that put women in their men's show they, they just right. mix mixed gender constantly, but but they have, the United States because okay.
1: they have their own thing going on, which is you know that's fine because it's a strong product, it's not like it's like some show that nobody cares about. Um, with, like, Stardom and TJPW and things like that. But if you're going to bring it to the U.S., it's a good way to showcase the town, especially when you're paying both both brands, for lack of a better way to put it. I mean, they're both under the same umbrella. It's the same company that owns them both. So if you're going to do U.S. shows, you might as well bring them both. It and makes I, sense.
0: I think it also inflates the ability to to get people to go to New Japan Strong. Because you're going to have... There's diehards that watch fucking Joji in this country, I'm one of them, that will travel to go see these people perform live. And if you have them on a New Japan Strong show with, I don't know, Bad Boy Tito or whoever the fuck is on New Japan Strong, and then you throw some people name value stardom, they're going to sell out those little venues for sure. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I, I think it's fun. I, I don't think we're close to having a stardom show in the United States, and this is the closest thing you're going to get to it, So, and that's my shit. So, i so, stoked. Also, they, uh, they announced, uh, numbers for G1 Climax. So they went through it and they were like, oh, well, we sold this many G1 Climax tickets, you know, before the pandemic. During the pandemic, I think it was a third of the number that they were able to sell. And now I think just in the first, the sales have already surpassed 30,000 in the first, with one week left of the tournament. As opposed to U.S. booking, New Japan in particular does not really give away the cards. We know who's wrestling. But, like, there's a little, they don't build to it until the show right before the show. There's, like, weeks of builds, especially with tournaments. So, like, the show before G1 Climax will feature a bunch of six-man matches that have the guys that are involved in the individual matches. They build in that. and That's what builds excitement. They tend to sell out by the end of it because you've watched that show and you're excited about it to go into it. As opposed to U.S. wrestling, U.S. Federation-type wrestling where you have continuing storylines, they build it for months before they get to a big show. It's a little different in Japan. So that's a good sign. So I guess we're coming out of this. And we're going to have to talk about fucking cheering in the crowd, um, cheering in these crowds. But um, hopefully we get some of G1 Climax. Final thoughts on this, Chris?
1: No, I mean, you know, yeah, I think you summed it up. We can move on. I got yeah. nothing.
0: I got shit either.
1: I mean, I'm excited for it. It'll be something. It'll be like a G1 that we can actually, like, there's some guys that wouldn't normally be there. Yeah. Guys like Tom Waller and shit like that. So it should be interesting. We'll have a, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it talking about it.
0: Did you, uh, manage to catch that, uh, Okada versus the Giants of New Japan block A video I sent you Yeah, guys? I did. I did. It's pretty cool. Pretty good. Told to him as the savior of yeah. professional wrestling against yeah. these hideous monsters like Jonah and hideous Tom Lawler well, who's Jonah eating hair be, in the one promo.
1: I, 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 Jonah should be fun to watch too. That should be pretty cool.
0: I'm excited. All right, let's go through some, some stuff. Real quick, um I want to talk about this because this is a thing that we haven't discussed really. Starter's been running these shows with new talent, young talent from all over the Joshi world that are willing to participate at least. Maybe this show is called New Blood. They're for free on their YouTube channel. It's I don't know, like an hour and a half, two hours, and it's all young talent, including some of their big stars. And, uh, I suggest you go check it out. And I've, I've mentioned before, if you guys want to get into stardom, just go on their YouTube. They have, they put out plenty of product. Whether it's, uh, matches, promos, some of it subbed, or, you know, um, Mina Shirikawa and, uh, Nagi uh, grabbing each other's boobs and serving beer to each other through their boobs. You can watch that as well. Uh, that's a real thing.
1: But anyway, I wanted to, um, I got action going on behind me. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so
0: I, I, I just wanted to go on to uh, talk about this. Probably my favorite professional wrestler, maybe not the best professional wrestler in the world, but my favorite professional wrestler of 2022 so far has got to be Suzu Suzuki. I've seen her in more entertaining shit. 19 year old girl, formerly of ice ribbon wrestling now in prominence, the death match group. And she's got this running storyline with Julia and she's basically working her way through the roster and we're getting to the five star now the five star is is new is stardom's version of G1 climax the last of course Suzu Suzuki is in this she's in Julia's group the last match of the group obviously is Suzu Suzuki versus Julia we're building to this so she goes against Mirai who used to be in Donna delmond which is Julia's group but now in series God's eye but this match is fucking killer man two stars two former Prodigies, two former, uh, I guess, young talent, young stars, Susan Suzu Suzuki from Ice Ribbon, Marai was like the young up and coming star of TJPW, and now they're working in,
1: in, uh, Stardom. Chris, thoughts on this match? This is the one you sent me, uh, the video for. Yes. Yeah. Um so, I haven't gotten enough of like you talking about Suzu Suzuki. I, I can't believe that she's 19 years old. Number one, it's insane that somebody could be that good and that compelling at that, like that compelling at that age. Um, so I mean, I watched it. I think you, when when did you send it to me last week? Yeah, whenever it aired. Yeah. I, 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 so that the, we've gotten uh things have gotten garbled wrestling wise between now and then I should have watched it again today before we did this, but you know I was sold on it uh as I'm getting sold on just about everything you're sending me joshi wise uh I feel more invested in all of this so it's definitely something people should check out but Suzu Suzuki, I can't wait for this this what is it called five-star? They're yeah, five star they yeah I can't wait for this this is gonna be a lot of fun for us to watch and us to cover just some of the
0: matchups I believe she's in her group she's got Mirai who these two kicked the shit out of each other in this match, including multiple shoot headbutts. Um,
1: yeah, that's that. I, that's always a big friggin' turn-off for me. It. Oh,
0: it's insane. I, we may be discussing that in our bracket challenge. <laughs> <at> shoot <headbutts. laughs> Fucking insane. It's
1: I mean, we should have learned our lesson from this. Haven't we learned our lesson from this? Yeah, in apparently not. Cause, uh, one of the most entertaining wrestlers in Japan, if not the world,
0: uh, no more. not wrestle anymore. No because of the headbutts. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, there's a dude. I'm sorry, it's unbelievable. it's unbeliev God, I'm sorry. It's just fucking stupid at this Yeah. God. This is a girl, like you said, she's 19 years old and she has all the physical skills and she has all the I'm a great wrestler stuff. But her character and the way she presents herself as this like psycho hard ass, loudmouth is just fucking brilliant, and she does it great in everything she's in. Whether she's in the death matches, she's in this this whole stardom storyline. She does. She was part of the uh, DDT Iron Heavyweight Man uh, Tournament, which they fought in a park while people were eating lunch. She was involved in that. She's got another match in, in DDT. She's got a bunch in DDT coming up. Um, she's fun to watch, and if you're not catching her, man, you should go out of your way to catch her. And this I highly recommend. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Suzuki versus Mirai. We get a whole showdown. It's 10 minutes or all. They beat the shit out of each other. Multiple clotheslines, headbutts, uh, German suplexes. And then at the end of it, we get a little showdown. Uh, Suzuki is like, uh, yeah, I'm going to bring Risa Sarah. She's going to fight. We're going to have a hardcore match between Risa Sarah, Susan Suzuki, Julia, and Mai Sakurai. Mai Sakurai is taking a pet. There's no guess there. But at one point, Julia gets pissed off, takes her shield and throws it at her. It's
2: fucking amazing.
1: I love every minute of this. This is fucking great. Go out of your way to check it out. I'm also blown away that somebody at that age is able to pull that character off. It's insane. Because you don't think that somebody at 19 years old has the life experience to be able to be that, to think that that's even a character. Right. You know? It's wild. It's just, she's so over
0: the top. Everything she does is just so loud and high-pitched. Well, not high-pitched necessarily. Raspy and loud in your face. Suzu means Bell. In Japanese. So one of her hardcore things she brings to the ring are these celebratory, like, uh they look like knuckles, like brass knuckles. They're plastic bands with these bells on them. She shakes them. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so good. Uh, I fucking love it. Go out of your way to check it out, man. It's fucking amazing. Next up. TJP Summer Sun Princess.
1: Chris, how was it? Oh, this was good. I really enjoyed this. I only, um, I think you sent me a time span, uh, timestamp stamp of what to watch.
0: Yeah, I'll go through the, I'll so, go through, yeah, the, if you want to go the early the matches.
1: Just so we can talk about it, and we'll get to the stuff that
0: I, I forced you to watch against your will. There was a couple six man matches. We got, um, uh, uh, Willow Nightingale was supposed to be in the show. She ended up not being able to get her visa, so we got a substitute for her, but it was Ryo Mizunami, who we know from AW. Uh, Hikaru Shida was on the show. Bay who we know, Riho, was on the show in a tag match. And then we get the International Princess title, which I didn't have you watch because it was okay, but Makiito fought this woman, Alex Windsor, from, uh, we had mentioned it, she's the International Princess Champ, Makiito, and she lost. Alex Winter was basically wrestling in trash bags and with Chris Brooks, the pro wrestler's kick pads, because Japan Airlines lost all of her gear. Ugh. So she just was wearing this, all this black gear. She looked just like, I, it was just very odd looking. She looked like she had trash bags on. But she, it was a surprise. She won. It's unbelievable that she won. And, uh, I'm on cage match. And, um, we'll talk about this next. So, uh, Thunder Rosa, AEW champion, comes over. And, uh, she says she faces Mia Yamashita. She told Mia Yamashita, you fight me. If you win here, you face me for the AEW title. Chris, thoughts on
1: this match? Well, so awesome to see Thunder Rosa uh, in that context. Um, I like when you, you know, especially with it's like, with A, the way is doing this with the talent. I don't want to say talent exchange, but whatever. Um, they go over there as this person from AEW. It's not like, oh, you can go over there. but No, I mean, she comes out the same theme song everything that she's got the title the problem i have with this match is it has nothing to do with its match itself it's the if you beat me now you can challenge me later right. i know who's winning
0: Always. right yeah. so
1: and especially now i do like the fact that they played up that um that a foreigner had already won for the the uh had won in the match before and right. won a title so she so uh, um yamashita 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 couldn't it would have been embarrassing for her to lose she couldn't lose that 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 match um but this was a good one i i really enjoyed this i i, I think we got more of thunder rosa than you get when you watch her in aew and i think a lot of that is is i've said this a million times talking about aew is that you no, don't you say, have yeah. high enough talent to carry the low talent it's true because as good as thunder rosa is She's not – look, we talk all the shit in the world about Ric Flair on a regular basis. Ric Flair made everybody look awesome Mm because he was so good. So they don't have those guys, and that's why you get these weird matches between Thunder Rosa and um, – uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, Marina okay. Shafir. Marina Shafir. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's like, it's, it, you don't have anybody that's high enough on the, on the, on the, on the ladder talent wise that actually can erase or cover up somebody else's lack of talent. Right. That's fine. I mean, we know what we're watching. You know, like we're, we, we, we know that, you know, when you watch Marina Shafir wrestle, or even Jade Cargill, we've talked about this before. When you watch them wrestling, you know you're not you're seeing something which is actually cooler than seeing uh, one of these, uh, you know, a wrestler with a ton of experience. You're watching somebody at the beginning of their career. Right. Which, right? What, what, which at is the end of it, we can see where they've come. Exactly. It's I mean, you fun. look at Jade Cargill and how much yeah. better she is now than she was two weeks ago. Or, you know, uh, you know uh, Velvet Cake. Oh, God. Yeah, she's way better. Yeah, I mean, she was, it was, it was a train wreck, it was a like fucking, you were watching a car out. on a regular Oh practice. my God. But so, you know,
0: to your point, it's, you see these wrestlers go and now fight against people who have years of experience. Kara comes over to TJPW, Riho comes over to TJPW, and then you see fucking awesome matches
2: mm-hmm.
0: because they're, they don't have to slow down now. No. They don't have to slow down for uh, the dentist with their giant feet. They just yeah. Let it, they just they're allowed to let loose because this the talent levels there the experience is there. Right. These people right. are drilling and drilling and drilling and drilling and fucking working on their craft and barely making any money because they fucking love it and they excel at it. Good. Well,
1: you know, and one of the other things, like you said, like the dentist with their giant feet, it it it's, you you can't. So you know, if you are I trained jujitsu. You can't tell a white belt he sucks. This is not what he's doing. Right. Exactly. You come enough. Black belts are dudes that just never stop showing up. That's right. it. Yeah. Right. There's nothing more than that. There's nothing more to it. You got to keep showing up. Keep going. So when you repetition. look at somebody going like going we, to right. We look at, we, we, we talk shit on like Britt Baker, but it's not because she, we, nobody says she's bad. No, she's just not. She's there, she's just not there yet. Yeah, right. But you enjoy it for what it is, and you have a good time watching it. And it's cool to see these people at their at, in their the young stages of their career. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, you got a, You got a lot of good exchanges. Um. The beginning of the match. Um. The exchanges were a lot. Uh, they were a lot better. Um. You know, you don't get to see this on AEW TV with Thunder Rosa. You don't get to see what she's really capable of. Um. There was also, oh geez, now I'm just, it's, I'm trying to remember the specifics. They had an exchange, I believe it was a stunner into a, then they would kick him in the, this, the soccer kick to the back exchange. Yeah. Right? Where it kind of, now they went to the form to the head exchange. I'm not a big fan of it. I bitch about it constantly, but they had this strong style exchange where it was stunner into kick. And they were doing it to each other, which was really cool. I really enjoyed that. I always love when Thunder, Thunder, uh, Thunder Rosa is yelling at people in Spanish. That's fucking great. Um, and then I like that she was screaming at her in Spanish and then, uh, Mia Yamashita yelled at her in
0: Japanese. Yeah, exactly. It's good. It's great. It's
1: it's a great exchange. This was a really good match. Um, and look, I'm not, it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a complaint that it was almost laid out that you knew what was going to happen because I'm glad because now you're going to get Yamashita on AEW television at some yeah. point.
0: Right. There's- well, we're actually tonight uh, as we're recording, she's on AEW dark. This match is airing on AEW dark for free on YouTube. So if you want to, if we're, if you're listening to us, go check out YouTube. You don't have to pay for a Wrestle universe. They're giving it to you for free.
1: There you go.
0: Magically Taz and Excalibur, were in Japan for this because they. Oh, caught, really? They, they made caught it. Caught they weren't there.
1: <laughs> they made it.
0: Yeah. Um. This is good, and, and you know, for listeners at home, I know Chris doesn't like the elbow exchange, the forearm exchange. The forearm exchange is is the wrestling equivalent of giving you a chance to go boo, yay, oh yeah, 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 Ooh, yeah. That's all it is. I don't like any of that. And of song. course, it's silly, but that's part of wrestling. And I, I get, get it. Too. I don't like yeah. punches in in. I hate all punches in Western wrestling. And this is the equivalent of punches. I hate all punches in Western wrestling.
1: I don't like, you know, I mean, there's so many things you just Punch like, okay, exchange. We're, we're doing this now. <laughs> okay, we're doing this now. And you just kind of move past it. I mean, it's going to happen in every match. It's almost like a commercial. You right. just watch through it and come out the other side. Oh my man. I
0: think I got a burst of fucking pollen in my face at some point today. <laughs> Oof. All right. Um, next up, uh, Princess Tag Team, uh, title match. Magical Sugar Rabbits, Yuka Sakazaki and Mizuki, who's coming to the United States, versus Saki Akai and Yuki Arai. We've talked about Yuki Arai before. Yuki Arai is a super rookie. She's an idol in uh, AKB48. I believe that's the, the group. It's like a huge group in Japan. She crossed over to wrestling. She won Rookie of the Year last year. And I got to say, this fucking match was fucking awesome. Chris loves
1: yeah, I really liked it. Not a fan of tag team matches either. I bitch him out about them constantly. But, uh, I was bought in. I was, I was, I was, uh, I was involved. Um Saki Akai doesn't help Saki Akai, which is funny. Saki Akai is like six foot two. Then you mm-hmm. look her up. She's 5'8". Five 5'8". Eight. Five eight. Yeah. He's I'm, tall. I'm, I'm trying, like, I'm looking at her on the TV and I'm looking at her body type.
2: She's super fat, yeah. She's like
1: I'm trying to envision this body type at anything less than five ten. Right, and you can't. You could right. like I'm trying to see like if she walked in a room, what would that look like?
0: I've seen her Your in person. She big is,
1: long legs,
0: and I one of the top best looking people I've seen in person.
1: I can imagine. You
0: know what I mean? Like her. Like you look at her face, and you're like, this person looks like like they glow.
1: Like, Right. You're like, oh, yeah. my God. You know, you see people like that. They walk in there and they glow. I, It's funny because it's a dude. But I remember like, and it's when you see him as a professional. They're a, uh, It happens with professional wrestlers. I've seen, I remember, uh I may have told this story here before, but I remember I saw Jimmy Smith's on Fifth Street. Right. Right. And I was running into the store and I looked over and I always watched NYPD Blue in the afternoons. So when I saw him getting out of a car of a busy urban street, he wasn't out of context. Right. He was in context because they had all those New York street shots on that show. Right, right, right. And I was just like, But you see people like this and you're like, they have this aura. I I went to a House of Hardcore show, which is a bunch of, you know, I mean, indie guys. And then EC3. Right. EC3 was glowing. Right, right. It was glowing with a right wing mania. But he was glowing. No, it's just like they have this like oh about them. And do you, I do you know who
0: Amber Rose is, <laughs> Chris? You probably don't know who she is. No, she used to date Kanye West. She's from Philly. Okay, she's kind of an ass model. All right, I saw her once when I was working on South Street, and I had no idea who she was. She was by far the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my entire life, my wife excluded, of course. She's much more beautiful than anybody anybody else. But I saw her, and I was just like, this woman is I. – what is she doing here? This girl is gorgeous. I feel the same way about Saki Akai in, in person. I was just like, holy shit, this person is absolutely beautiful. But anyway, the match itself, uh one thing I like about this, and we're going to talk about it in the title match, is that Yuka Sakazaki comes off as this cutesy – well, Mizuki in particular is, is creepy. She's a creep. That's our whole gimmick. But Yuka Sakazaki comes off as this, like – Cute, magic girl, yay, fun times. She's such a fucking dick, though. Yeah, totally. And she turns off that fake high-pitched voice that she puts on and starts grunting, real guttural. I fucking love her, man. She's fucking awesome. This man is fucking rad. We
1: saw her live at Chikar, correct?
0: We did see her live. Yeah. We saw her, we saw Shoka Nakajima, and we saw Mio Yamashita. Yeah. And they lost. And then I wanted to leave
1: after they lost. And you didn't go say hi to her. Yeah, I was too scared. You were scared. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You, and then you bitched the whole way home. <laughs> <laughs> my one chance to say hello to them and so tell them how much, what a big fan I was. And then I thought it would be too creepy. No, I didn't do it. But they're surrounded by how many bone dudes in the front row there. Lots so of would, bone no, dudes every week. no creepier than the bone dudes. Yeah,
0: whatever. They're 30 years old. They can handle yeah, it. They can handle it. The um, match. Yugi Rai winning was a big deal, too, she was crying. This is her first title. Good.
1: Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed this. Like I said, I'm not a big um, tag team fan, but uh, this was this was entertaining as hell.
0: Also, it's coming back to me piece piece by piece, but Yuki Urai gets the fucking piss kicked out of her in this match, and at one point and uh, props to Balianaki and uh, Chris Brooks on commentary, they they say there was like, Yuki Rai isn't even near the rings like she's not even attempting to get in the ring she was just rolling around at ringside while Saki Akai was carrying a heavy load Yep, which to me screams that they're going to wrestle each other eventually
1: which is awesome. She'll carry the tag team until they lose, and then she'll yeah. blame her for their losing. Yeah, yeah that works out well. Yeah,
0: I'm into it. All right, moving on. Prince of the Princess title match. Shoko Nakajima, the champ, versus Rika Tatsumi, the dragon girl. Champ wins. She defends. Rika Tatsumi. i got to say this. I fucking love watching this girl because she is super happy-go-lucky, but fucking vicious. She's attacking her knees and hip attacks to her knees and, and just trying to destroy her knees while cheering and going
1: yay the whole time. A fucking great match. This is a great match. Chris Love. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this one too. Um, I do like the, uh, Shoko Nakajima has the Zelda Breath of the Wild barbarian armor that she wears, which is really cool. Yeah, its uh, um, prince
0: is the princess Mononoke is that what it is yeah, it's one of the gibbling movies
1: yeah so but this was yeah this there was a level of intensity to it that I really enjoyed um there was a little uh you know i i once again I hate to say this, but it's like well actually no i mean it's pretty good i i I don't mind saying it for this one um when you're not as as familiar with the uh, storylines that are going on in the beginning where you haven't been able to point out the, the obvious in these storylines that you go into a match like this, you don't know who the fuck's going to win. And I had no idea. It wasn't like it was laid out for me, which is usually the problem because we've been watching wrestling for so long that it's no matter what, what the situation is, you sit there and you're still going, well, I guess they can't do this because if they do this, then what's going to happen with That's this? They do that the with every it's you do that with every show you watch. Yeah, right. I know they can't make this guy king. He can't be the king. He doesn't want to be. You know, and I mean, it's just like, <laughs> ugh, God, I wish I could just watch shit and not do that. For this one, I did, and it was good. It was a good match.
0: Yeah, like, um, Shogo just basically sells the entire match until the end and then pulls it out with her flying senton. Of all the things, the finishing move, the flying yeah. senton. Well she's like doing they... a northern, Br- uh, northern Light northern lake suplex, but everybody does northern lake suplex, so she's doing a centaur now. Good. I,
1: I like when they whip out like these like huh. That's the mm-hmm. finisher?
0: That's her finisher. Oh okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Good match, good show. I say go out of your way and check it out. Top to bottom, a lot of fun. I watched the whole thing. I laughed, I cried. I got poop in my eye. Oh my god. Alright, I guess we'll talk about AEW.
2: All right, I'm done talking about
0: it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, All right, there's there's a couple of things we can talk about, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, John Moxley with Brody King was cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to go through this, and then you talk about some stuff. Okay, That was cool. Uh Thunderstorm versus Marine Interference. Neither has a stunk. Uh, Wardlow wins the TNT Championship in a pretty much a squash match. I was a big fan of that. Yep. Uh Christian and stories. Lucas- Calling out Matt Hardy for being <laughs> being stupid than his fucking doped up ass brother. That was good. That was good. Um was this the oh oh this was the show with uh where Keith Lee and Squirt Strickland won their match and then um uh uh Starks and uh Hobbs come down. <laughs> Starks was this fucking shit. No, no kick your fucking ass.
1: <laughs> he he you know, I'm gonna tell you he went Okay, so this made me think of this. I'll bring this. Yeah, up I know, right I know now. what you're going to say. But go ahead. first of all, he went a little Ric Flair. Yes, he did. It was awesome, and it was awesome. But here's the thing: I know someone that always tells me there was a point. You know this person as well, but he always tells me. He always says Ric Flair lost his mojo. This is post-mojo losing, yeah. and that move of Ric Flair's, I saw it. Shut <laughs> your mouth, candy and He just points at a random person. In the yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw it a lot. I saw it a few times. I'll never forget. There was a point when we got, Jim, you remember when we got world-class uh on one of the channels at 10 o'clock. World-class class championship that, wrestling at you you midnight? Stuff, yo, at like midnight, 10 o'clock. I remember so you and World-class championship wrestling, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we we, I remember <laughs> we found it. Now, mind you, everybody's got to you know I mean I'm sure everybody knows that back then it was flipping the channels, and there was no menu, so it was just like, "Wait, what is this?" And when they went to commercial and they showed their graphics and played I'm just this is completely unrelated. Jim and I went on to sing the world class championship wrestling song to each other for the next 20 fucking years. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But that was I remember a split screen. Between and it was the first time I saw Ric Flair do this—the split screen between Ric Flair and Fritz von Erich—and he, Ric Flair, was walking back, coming back. That of a bitch! That of a bitch! That's where it started. But after Ric Flair, now Ric Flair, NWA champion, Ric Flair leaves NWA, goes to WWF, has that run where he wrestles Macho Man Mania. One of my favorite matches of all time. It was great. That run was great. Right. Goes back to WCW. When he goes back to WCW, Flair loses his mojo. Right. He's no longer as cool. I don't okay. think they saw him as being that cool
0: anymore. The, so they kind of they, just didn't book that, him as cool.
1: That was Jim Hurd, I believe, wanting him to cut his hair and call him so call him Spartacus. So he left his he his mojo was gone. Right. And when it's his mojo gone, he started relying more on just shut your mouth, kid. You shut your mouth. And as he got older. There's the, you know, I can make out what I need in there, including you fatty. Check this out. Woo! When he would do that <laughs> shit. Right? When the woo wasn't just something he did, it was something he forced in there. Right. And this was very, I liked it, cause Ricky Starks is fucking great, but it was very reminiscent of no mojo Ric Flair. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but it was, yeah. he did it so well. It, was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, but was,
0: on, on, I mean, I, I know you're not bashing him for it, but, uh, you know, when Starks does it, he's not Ric Flair. So when he's doing it, he's actually a fucking asshole.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I'm kicking your ass right now. Runs up. That with... was... uh, one sorry. thing.
0: Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
1: no, no, it's no. You go ahead. Nothing.
0: You know this was great. And then the young buck showed up and put a giant, milky white. Christian boy twist on it and fucking stunk it up. All of a sudden, I don't care about this anymore. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, if they're, if they're, if you don't want to rush things, you want to tell a story, you know, like like do a little, I mean, look, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but if you don't want to rush things, you want to tell a story. Why don't we hear from the young bucks next week? Wait a minute. You guys are talking shit and you guys were the champions. Right? Why do we have to jam it all down your throat and deflate what was going on between the two teams? Then they They just stood there and stared at them like. Yeah, it's like you got a good exchange going on. Don't add the third person. Add the third person later on in the show. Add them on Friday night. Add them next Wednesday. It was just like this, like. The fucking promo parade. I don't think there's anybody that watches wrestling that says, you know, when WWE starts the show on on Mondays the same way every week with nine dudes cutting on breaking into each other's promos. We all love that.
0: This Let's is the best that. shit.
1: This is the best shit. No, you go. Oh god. And then rewind it even further, right? When you turned on fucking Nitro near the near its collapse, well before, like you know, when the NWO was starting to get a little ragged. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you had Kevin Nash in the ring, and you would turn the TV, and change the channel, you come back like a couple minutes, so you put the fucking baseball on. Then the Phillies would get out of the inning, you go back to TNT, and he'd still be in the fucking ring. This is no good, man. This is fucking boring. Yeah, and they, you're right, man. They had this great energy between them, and then you pull out these two fucking turds. Right? That have been cutting, and, and, and I'll be honest with you. That in no, I don't give a shit if it's fucking pro wrestling. In no fucking world is it believable that these guys are gonna think they're gonna be able to get any straight up advantage over Keith Lee in one team, right? Cause it's not like, oh well big men always win. These guys have proven that they're badasses too, right. and they're huge, and fucking powerhouse Hobbs. Right, So both teams have guys that you, as the characters that you portray, cannot beat these guys up. So why would you confront them head on? You would get them from fucking behind. So I don't know if these two are supposed to be working babyface now. I don't know what's going on because the people that lost the title, one of them is now a heel. It's just a whole weird situation. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's almost like you have this like Tony Khan, like, oh, the young bucks want to do it. Then they're doing it. Right. We want to do this. Okay. Sounds great. Sure guys. Right. And let me you're,
0: us- you're not part of the ownership group anymore. You're just
1: talent. So you're just dudes. Oh, <laughs> we started this.
0: Should, should have gotten part of the ownership
1: group. <laughs> should have gotten part of your ownership. You dummy.
0: <laughs> you dope.
1: So, uh, yeah, I, I, they did take a big st- hefty stinking turd on this whole fucking thing.
0: And it was so good and I was loving it. It's well, like, like, oh, fuck. Uh, here we go. I mean, I get what they're doing. They're trying to be heelish, but it just doesn't come off as like that I care.
1: Well, especially like they're swarmy. They're not fucking, I don't know, I mean, name a heel. They're not, they're not Kane as a heel. Right. Who just shows up and bang grabs you by the neck and fucking gets rid of everybody's abortion rights and then slams you through the fucking? <laughs>
0: complains about homeless people.
1: Yeah, complaints about homeless people. He's fucking mar- uh, He's the mayor of nine houses in Tennessee. He he. It's not that, you know. They're not those guys, right? You know, I'll go back to Nitro. He, Eric Bischoff didn't. He confronted people from behind Hulk Hogan. He was a fucking slime ball. If you guys are heels, you got, they're, they're, heels, and they're, they're slimy heels. Slimy heels when Hobbs and Ricky Starks or Keith Lee and, 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 uh, and, um, what's Swerve Strickland? Swerve. Yeah. When they're leaving the arena, they beat them up when they're like, yeah. looking. Oh, you think you're tough? You are got to talk with else out there. And there you go. Boom. Done. Fine. Another thing
0: I did not like was that the, the crowd starts chanting FDR. And then the Young Bucks go, we're the best. They're not the best. We're the best. Once you shut your mouth, you know you're lying. But it wasn't like in a good way, like where they should have been like, put your fingers in your ears and be like, stop it. Stop it. It was more of like a, I've got the mic now, so I'm going to shit on this. Mm -hmm. God, what a fucking, they They stink. They really do. Hey, listeners, the Young Bucks fucking stink. I'm so sick of this bullshit. They really do. They add no, the,
1: the, in the ring, they're a lot of fun. Everything outside the ring, they stink. I, I, of the established tag teams in AEW, they are in the bottom, bottom rung of things that I'm interested in.
0: Every time they show up, I'm like, I guess okay. I, can go, I can go take a piss.
1: I, let's think of them, uh, you know, I'm not saying that these people can wrestle, but purely from will I look at my television? Will I get up and leave? Will I change the channel? <laughs> I'd rather watch the Gun Club. Yeah. I'd rather watch any other tag team in AEW. Not saying that these guys, because people say, "Oh, tell me the Gun Club are better wrestlers." No, no, that's not what are am saying. I'm not saying that. I just don't find it. What I'm saying is, I don't care. I care more about the Butcher and the Blade than I do the Young Bucks, and I don't care about the Butcher and the Blade at all, but at least they're different. They look different, and they wrestle different matches than the Young Bucks, who have been doing the same match. you got to remember, we're not new to these guys. Yeah, we didn't start watching
0: them when they were in AEW. We didn't start watching them when they were at Ring of Honor. No. We've been watching
1: them for fucking years. the <laughs> same fucking shit. It's the same shit. You know, and it's just like, I mean, at least, at least they lost, they didn't, they didn't come out with the, the hairspray guy,
0: Yeah, cold spray guy, whatever happened to him,
1: I don't know, I hope, so, yeah,
0: all right, anything else to talk about the show, yeah, okay, um, Eddie Kingston does a promo, he comes out, I like that he told, uh, Tony Schiavone to be a pro and hold the bike higher, thank you very much, Tony Schiavone's just like, what the fuck, and then, um, he says he, he didn't get to let Jericho bleed, he wanted, he wanted him to bleed, you need to taste his blood, and then we cut to Jericho screaming into a camera, and no one's listening. Then finally, we, we get he gets everyone's attention, and um, <laughs> this is so weird. And then, uh, Ruby, so weird. So decides to stick her arms in the door, <laughs> and they okay. slammed the door on her. Right. This is fucking. This is fucking weird.
1: Okay, I made a point to make sure I brought this up. <laughs> I did not want to forget this. Why in the fuck is Ruby Soho hanging on to a car that's parked like she's Schwarzenegger hanging on to the outside of the plane in a racer? In a racer. What is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) If she sold
0: it like that, it'd be amazing.
1: Like the like she was like (laughs) chair out and throwing it in the engine. You know?
0: I hated this so much.
1: Why? This was all you could think of. Like, oh, we got the coolest guy. So many fucking things you could have done to beat her. They could have just had her getting beat just up. Just her beat up by Butt Girl, whatever her name is. Um, Who's no, not Anna J. Yeah, the she's girl, an
0: As- she's an assman. Taconte, yeah, Taconte. Yeah, she's I'm also so. an assman.
1: Yeah, she is. But why? You know, like why? This she could have terrible. just
0: beaten up. The well, thing that drives me nuts about this is that. Dale Kingston is probably one of the top guys in AEW from Crowd Reaction. He doesn't have to do anything. So he comes to the ring, they're going nuts for him. He gets in there, he's doing his promo. His promo is fucking hilarious as it always is. They cut away to this poorly fucking produced if you're watching on this is what it looked like. If you're if you're watching on YouTube.
2: (laughs) Kingston.
0: That's what it was like. Yeah, such shit. Poorly they cut away to it. It's just it was just fucking Yeah, why is she out there?
1: Well, what is she me... doing?
0: What did they run her over with the car? Was she walking by? You see, listen, you're walking around, right? You're walking to your car, say, and you see six people that want to beat you up. You know they want to beat you up.
1: Do you walk towards them? No, you run the fuck away or you get the hell away from them. Get it all. the fuck out of there. Are you fucking stupid. We so you said poorly produced, poorly produced and overproduced all at the same time. You cut the Jericho. All she's got to be is laid out, man. Right. You don't have to. Now it's up to the viewer to figure out what they did to her. And did, did the men beat her up? Oh, my God. Hard. Did a bunch of dudes just beat her up? Remember, we don't Kenta, know what happened. Remember in F- NXT when Kenta fucked
0: up his shoulder, so they cut it. They cut away and they show him in the parking lot, and he's just like, "My shoulder, arr, my shoulder." And Kevin Owens walks by and goes, "I didn't do it. It was <laughs> yeah. great, Brilliant. brilliance."
2: But um,
1: we. We see now. Now it raises, like, first of all, if you do it the way that I, if they had just had her laid out and them all standing around her, it raises all these questions, right? You don't know what happened. <laughs> now it raises more questions because you know what happened. How did she get there? Why was her arm in the truck? Why did all? It must have taken the men. Anti Conti. So these men must have kidnapped this woman and drug her over here. Yeah, like which they, is gross she, as fuck.
0: Yeah, right. Like, did she fall out of the car while they're like, driving? I
1: I don't she's like, I understand. I get back in. And here's the problem: you have Ruby Soho, who's talented. Right, she's good. She's being she's being a good employee and doing what she's told and doing what she thinks that WWE would do cuz that's what this sometimes boils down to right i remember listening to a uh, to a um i guess it was stone cold and it was before the conrad days it was stone cold and he had bruce prichard on and bruce prichard made a comment when guys in tna an impact, used to go into the ring and their opponent was there, they would ignore their opponent and they would go do their pose, whatever, you know, they all do a pose, right? And he would say, why are you not looking at your opponent? This guy's here to beat you up. You have to acknowledge him. Stone Cold never did it. Yeah, he did. You're seeing what you think you see. You're not seeing the fine details. And here's the deal in WWE, they're not letting you in on them. Right. They're not giving you what they do. You just see you're you're regurgitating what. Go back to, go back to um what I would would, earlier on training jujitsu. You get taught a move. There are so many fine details that in your head you'll just skip over, right? And then you won't be able to do it. And these guys are just like. You know, they just go through this thing and, and they're, they're, they're thinking like, oh, this is how it would look on WWE TV, but there are all these little minute details, the minutiae of it. That you think you know, but you don't fucking know. And it ends up looking like <laughs> fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger hanging off the plane in a racer. That's the first thing I saw. I was watching, and this was one of those ones where I didn't see it live. It was like between sets, and I'm flipping through Instagram, and I see, look what happened to Ruby Soho, and I hit the play button. I was like, "What the fuck is she doing?" I thought I must have missed something. And this turns is out, one of
0: the this is one of the moments that I watched live. I was watching while I was working. And it's the moment that I text you guys in a group text and said, "This show stinks." <laughs> Is that what
1: that, <laughs> that was? was? What it was? Aw, yeah, it was, it was bad. And sometimes it's just like they sh- and look. Once again, we're back to what I said earlier, where it's like you know you you have individual wrestlers, and then you have a company on its own who makes mistakes and you're gonna see the stuff that they do they're getting better I mean we were definitely we look at it in a much more favorable light than we did a year or two ago, right so you know it, 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 it I'm not angry about I'm not angry about it. I'm not mad at them for doing it but it's, it's silly it's like and it looks silly. let's just call it what it we're here to kind of review a wrestling show and talk about it. We're not telling them that they're doing anything wrong. We're reviewing a show we're giving you our opinion. And this is our opinion. That yeah. looked dumb.
0: It looks stupid. Yeah. Also, if you don't like it, if you're listening to this and you don't like our opinions, don't fucking listen. Fuck you.
1: There you go. Big okay. fat fuck you. Let's yeah. get antagonistic. <laughs> Fight me over it. Come on. Give me a break.
0: It's wrestling. All right. Um, anything else? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I guess um, Mox versus uh, Brody King it was a good
1: one. It was Mox versus Brody King. There you go. That's what I got. Exactly. We do. It's fine. I will uh, bring this up. Mm-hmm. We got took two weeks, which was good. You took a break. Here you go. Perfect. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It took two weeks, I believe, from the paper. Yeah, because blood and guts was last week or two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, Blood and Guts was two weeks ago, so it took, what, three weeks from the pay-per-view? I don't know what day it is. What, 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 what space time? It's the what new telescope, he's got galaxies, galaxies warping from space time in the background. I don't know what the fuck's going on well, anymore.
0: Blood and Guts was two episodes ago.
1: Two episodes? It wasn't
0: last week, it was two weeks ago.
1: Okay, so two and a half would be two and a half episodes ago. Right. Was the, Cause was we watched the, half of it. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking a day. So like that was on a Wednesday and half an episode was half of that week. (laughs) Half of our episodes. So half of that week is is blood and guts. I'm talking about
0: from the pay per view.
1: So you had the pay per view, then you have blood and guts. So a week and a half, it took a week and a half to get through the point, get to addressing Malachi Black and Miro. And I wanted this. But they didn't shove it down our fucking throats. We got a promo. We got a promo, but we got a promo a week and a half after it happened. Hmm. Mm. That was exciting. Yeah.
0: Take some time. I kind of
1: forgot about it. And then you brought it back. And right. I was real fucking happy because I said, after the fact, after we watched the pay-per-view, I said, this is the one thing coming out of that pay-per-view that I'm excited about. Mm. Everything else is, uh, it's done. It was kind of like one-offs, right? The one thing I'm excited, and, and most likely not going to get a payoff on any New Japan AW stuff for a while. We got G1. Right. We got, um, a bunch of stuff going on in both, in both companies. We may not get a payoff on any of this stuff until Wrestle Kingdom, right? This was the one thing that wasn't really a one-off. It was a continuing storyline for AW and it involved two of the guys. I, I'm, I'm, Malachi Black's good. I think it's cool. I kind of dig it, but I'm at the same time a little indifferent to it. Mm-hmm. But fucking Miro is just these fucking Miro. Miro rules. He's, so I'm really excited for this one. I like the okay. way they handled it. Anything else for uh, Dynamite? Before we move on to Rampage? Right. You move on to Rampage all you want.
0: I'll be asking <laughs> okay. lots of questions. All right. Uh Kingston and Takeshita wrestled. That was good. Um I'm sure it was. All right. <laughs> you'll, you can ask me questions afterwards. Gates of Agony versus <laughs> Lee Moriarty and Jonathan Cresham. <laughs> Hold on. Dallas. Hold on. Deeb <laughs> and um, Mercedes Martinez against two jobbers. And Orange Cassie versus Tony Neese. This is your rampage. This is an hour of dollars.
1: So, I do remember something. So, we got two tag matches. Uh-huh. And in both tag matches, they were probably stacked back to back. We had tag team member turn on tag team member in both fucking matches. Yep. Right. So this is an attempt to get Jonathan Gresham into a storyline. Uh Who did they wrestle? Hold on, wait G- for this. Gates of Darkness? <laughs> Gates of Agony. Who the fuck is Who is that?
0: Gates of Agony are Toa, Leona, and Khan.
1: I don't even know who the fuck they are. What names are these? Hold on, I'm looking this up right now. I'm going to check this out. Toa, Leona, and Khan. Corn, corn, K
0: A U N, corn, not con, corn.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, it's like
0: a Delco accent. Go to the store. I got to pick up some corn for the barbecue.
1: Oh, okay. So they're, yeah, I don't know who these Every guys are. They're Ring of are. Honor you guys, right? They're Ring yeah. of Honor dudes. They're rolling with Tully Blanchard. Okay.
0: Yeah, but then like someone turned, like Gresham turned on Moriarty.
1: Resham did the old, um, Sid Sid Udi, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to go for the tag and I'm not going to give it to you.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 would would you call him Sid Udi?
1: Sid Udi, that's his name. Right. Well, I mean, I got to remember whether or not it's Sid Vicious or Sid Justice like or Psycho. Just, he was Sid Justice. He was though. still Sid Justice at that point, but he's got so many goddamn Sid names. Whether he was Lord Humongous, I don't know who he was at that point. Don't you touch he's, me! I'll slap
0: your face. That was that match. He went to give the t- the tag to Hogan. And he pulled the tag away, and then when he jumped down, he started walking out. Somebody like went after him in a crowd. He went,
1: "Don't you touch me! I'll okay. slap your face." Can we just we're not gonna go off into the into the sunset with fuck it, let's do it. Yep. Can we say not a great wrestler? Who? Sid? Yeah. But man. Was, but man was he fucking good. I fucking <laughs> loved Sid. I, I curse you. I curse you and all I the, Hulk-amaniacs you out out there. the Hulkamaniacs. With the fucking white powder all over his face. Because he
0: bashed up the the beauty the shop. The barber shop.
1: The yeah. towel um, he got all over him. Fucking uh what was the other one? The fucking <laughs> did what we just said. Yeah, fucking, I mean, like, him grabbing his face in agony when the shockmaster fell through the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, dude, what, w- when we do a retro, I'm gonna find we're doing. I, I, when well, next time I got a retro, I'll I'll try to remember to pick a, a Sid a Sid match.
0: And that fucking run when he was going against Hogan was amazing. It was so and then good. the match at WrestleMania, which was the same WrestleMania. As Hogan and, uh, Hogan and, and Macho Man. Macho Man and Flair. Yeah, or, sorry, sorry, uh, Macho Man and Flair. Rumor was, was that they, it was supposed to be Hogan versus Flair, but they bought, they just said, we're not doing that, we're gonna do co-main events. Mm-hmm. One of the main events happens three hours into the show, and the other one, at six hours. Yeah, it's, but then it's Papa too-
1: Shango comes into the ring. And Ultimate Warrior comes back, but here's the thing.
0: Skinny Ultimate Warrior, it's not really him. Yeah, it wasn't him. It's another Ultimate Warrior. It. It's, no, it was the, it was the, uh, Kerry Von Erich. That's
1: Kerry Von Eric of Ultimate Warrior. These are the rumors that we hear when we were oh, kids. God. It's Kerry Von Eric. Who had he, one leg. You know, it's funny too, cause like, I'll bring him up, and people that, you know, we'll be talking about wrestling, and people will actually ask that don't really watch it, will actually ask.
0: Weren't there two? Who? who Ultimate who, Warriors? Who were you talking about? Oh, oh Ultimate Warrior.
1: Yeah, like just 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 random people like we'll be goofing around and talking about wrestling, old wrestling and people that don't know or stopped watching for whatever reason, um would (laughs) will say like, weren't there two how many Ultimate Warriors were there?
2: And I'd be like, No, there was only
1: one, dude. There was only one. Yeah, but I thought he died no, that wasn't true. That was a rumor back then. Yes. But that was never true. There's only one Ultimate Warrior as he's dead now but he was the ultimate warrior the entire time. It was the same dude. No, it wasn't. I, no, no, it was It was. He stopped taking, he had to stop taking
0: his growth hormones and was, uh, ended yeah. up shrinking, shriven. Shrunk a little bit. He shrived up.
1: I'll slap your face. He was so good. Even yeah. wrestling, big, slow Sid and big, slow Hogan, his character work was just so good. Look, Half of that match out, in
0: WrestleMania was like, like nerve grips.
1: Yeah, he had him. He was gripping up his shoulder. And Hogan looking was looking back and forth for the crowd to react. So good. So good. It's so good. It's so good. to watch him Sid Vicious matches. Because I'm the man who rules the world. When he when he didn't get... When Jack Tunney... The oh, most my God. Here we go. The most ineffectual company president of all time. When Jack Tunney announces... And, like, you got to understand... it's a like, round even, table. It, it was, you got well, yeah, to set, con- set the, the press scene. Conference. It was a press conference, and at the press conference was, like... It, macho. It was, it was Macho. See, it was, I think Rick, Ric Flair. Flair. I think Brutus Beefcake was there. I mean, whoever, like, was there. It was just a bunch of goofs, and then, like, you know... Maybe even, like, there was, like, a Tito Santana there. Right, I don't right. not remember. <laughs> but and, it was, like, a Sid. bunch of guys you knew who weren't going to get it. So... They're going to announce because they're having issues as to who's going to challenge Hogan for the t- or get the title shot. Maybe the title was vacant. It was vacant. So we're going to figure out who's going to get the title shot. No, no. Ric Flair had the title. Oh, who gets the title shot? they who's were going, going to, to announce get the title it. Title shot about at Ric Flair.
0: And the title shot. The title we'll go shot to, to and they zoom in to on un- Sid and Sid goes to stand up.
2: Yeah.
1: Hulk Hogan. <laughs> And you hear... It's but paper. It's short. <laughs> Yeah, but the best part about it is is it's like, you know, we're at that point in our lives where we're really over Hulk Hogan yeah. and you hear Hulk Hogan go like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, all right, yes. That was just like, a, all I could think about was like, oh, fuck him and fuck his voice. So he's got the paper, he's like... Argh! Oh, God, I love that fucking so dude, good. man. I think he just like... Yeah, that I was Jack Tunney. That, yeah. that was bogus. That was oh, the gosh.
0: bogus act you have ever done. Jack Tunney, Jack Tunney, you're bogus. Oh, Jack
1: Tunney. Oh God,
0: so good. So uh Randy hey, stunk. So next week on our, here we go. We're at firefighter fest. Let's get. Let's finish this off. We had enough fun. Now we have to talk about AEW. We go week one of firefighter fest. Fighter fest. AEW fighter fest. The Young Bucks versus Swerve in Our Glory versus Team Taz for the AW World Tag Team Championship. Obviously, Shane Strickland's eating the pen. <laughs> hey. Uh, yep. There you go. Uh, moving on. Uh Claudio, Batman, Calston only
1: versus Jake Hager. That's a pretty good promo. Hager H- getting good at the promos. Hager getting and uh, better.
0: Claudio getting good. It was good. Uh Anna J versus Serena Deeb. We've got Luchasaurus versus the Mysterious TVA. Wardlow, the TNT champion, versus Orange Cassie. This should be fun because Orange Cassie will bump all over the place for him. Mm-hmm. And the main event, we get John Moxley versus Kenosuke Takeshita. should be a banger. Chris, thoughts?
1: Banger's all about. No, this is a good one to watch. I'm enjoying this. I, li- I like what they what they put out there. Definitely good for a Wednesday night wrestling television
0: show. Yeah, TV show uh wrestling. This is a good fucking card. Yep, I do it. Also, I saw that there is a Shark Tank death match. Hold on <laughs> for Shark Week.
1: Let me. Let me. I'm, I gotta look. <laughs> well, they're own. Yep. Don't don't forget they're owned by Discovery. Yep. Shark Week death match.
2: I got to see this. The entertaining audio go. of Jim googling things. Yeah, some googling things. So, AW has announced. Is correct?
0: No, I need my Google master here to help me out. I really don't know how to use the internet. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Anyway, it's a death match for Shark
1: Week in a shark tank. It's, uh, what the fuck
0: is going on? I'm terrible at the internet. All right.
1: So, A.W. announced. Hold on. A.W. announced on Friday's edition of Rampage that Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho will clash at Fighter Fest. Yes, next week. In a barbed wire death match with the Jericho Appreciation Society all suspended above the ring in a shark cage. (laughs) Shark cage. I wanted them to be in a shark tank. Fighting sharks. Oh my god. Then anyway. I just saw and then I just saw something that's obviously not true, and I'll tell you what why it's it? not true. Let's hear it. Well it says uh thanks to a request from Warner Brothers Discovery to make a tie in for this year's Shark Week on the Discovery Channel, but this was according to Dave Meltzer via Wrestling <laughs> Server Radio, so I <laughs> doubt that's true.
0: Yeah, he, he blew it. He said EO uh, was moving he was she was leaving WWE and she Posted today on Twitter. Rumors puke emoji.
1: He's a cunt. I, I, it's just amazing. He's like, her
0: foot's basically out the door.
1: What does that even mean? He does, it doesn't mean anything. He doesn't know anything. He does no work. He does know do work. Go ask them. Contact them.
0: Ask them. Hey, this is Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Is there any truth to the rumors that you might be leaving soon? I'm sorry. I can't contact, comment on that. Okay. Good. He won't do
1: that. No, I contacted Io Shirai about this, and she did not give me a comment at that time. Right. Rumor has it that he. It's okay to say that. Yeah. Right. My big thing is, I always tell people all the time, "I don't know" is a viable answer. Yes. (laughs) Right. It's okay.
0: Ignorance is okay.
1: It's as long as you're not using it as an excuse. Right. If it's a reason, it's fine. I don't know. Uh, why? Well, I get this all the time, Chris. Why did you do this this way? And my response is, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. There was no thought behind it. So, but he just would rather just say, "Oh, this is true," without doing any follow up to it. Basically, her foot's out the door. What the fuck? does What's that, that mean? even mean? Because you decided it.
0: Oh, do we, God. like? Oh, God, it's I amazing that know. all my favorites. And Joshi went to Japan or went to WWE, and I barely see them anymore.
1: Kyrie's Meaning, gone. Kyrie's gone. Well, Kyrie's gone, right?
0: Oscar, Oscar, Shirai. Well, you don't watch Oscar's. No, there. I don't watch.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It's not. It's, saying, it's, that's because, I could watch them, but I'd have to watch right. shit to watch right, them. Right. That's what I'm saying. I I, I don't want you to come off the idea coming right. off they don't that they don't ever wrestle. No,
0: they do. Asuka's well, I'm not all over TV. you am not going to sit through shit. fucking WWE to watch it.
1: Yeah, you can see all you need of Asuka on WWE by looking at her Instagram page and she fucking bags on Becky Lynch the entire time. Yeah, that's, that's all what you need. Memes.
0: That's They got of rid of her Asuka or television, which I enjoyed. Oh, was did they? Sit around in her barbecue, sit around barbecuing in her backyard and stuff. And they
1: found out about it and he's like,
0: <sighs> she's making money. We need a cut. You can't use the Oscar. You wouldn't be famous if it wasn't for the Asuka name. I mean, I gotta give it does make
1: sense though. Well, they did that. They did that during the pandemic with all the wrestlers that were on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it makes sense. I mean, if you're Mercedes Renardo and you're going on Twitch as Sasha Banks, they own the IP on that. That's right. not yours. So I get it. That's that's that is like people were really mad about that. So we didn't tell you you can't go on there. Just can't you use, just our can't use our name. Use use the name that we gave yeah. you. It's like so.
0: it's like if the guy that plays John Stark started a Twitch channel and just called himself John Stark's Twitch yeah. channel.
1: Yeah, but, right. I mean, uh, yeah, I think somebody that else... That is a guy, right, John, John? No, John Snow. John Snow, who cares? That's
0: how distant I, I am from fucking Game of Thrones. Thrones. It's been off for years.
1: It has been off for a while, huh? There's a new one coming out. I don't care. I don't fucking care anymore. I look, I'm, look, the I'm boys. looking. The Boys. You to The Boys yet? No, I'm so far behind on that, dude. We have... Oh God, um, so
0: much bestiality in the season.
1: Yeah, I got it. So <laughs> I I told you, the one show that we've been watching together... Is, uh, Strange New Worlds, the Star Trek show. Yeah, I still haven't downloaded it. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's each episode is standalone, just like I like it, right? Just like the old Star Trek show. You really don't have to think too much about it. They, they, whenever they need you, and I'm a big fan of this, whenever they need you to remember something that happened before, they tell you before the show starts. Mm -hmm. Previously on this. And then they show some character like, I told you not to go in that room from, like, season one. <laughs> and it's, like, season eight. Like, holy shit, they're bringing the uh, yelling janitor back. Ah, I got him out the floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, remember that guy? I remember that guy. Or who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. Go look it up. <laughs> we're, uh, uh, there's we're- some other shows that we wanted to watch, too, that were out there. I think uh, Picky Blinders is back on Netflix. And-
0: uh, What's It Go comes back this week. Um. What we do in the shadows?
1: Yes, and there's that, and that'll be prioritized That's weekly. Yeah. that'll be prioritized on that because it comes on uh, comes on Hulu. We'll be watching that. Colin as, Richardson. As we, yeah.
0: Colin Richardson is a child with a man's face.
1: Yes, it's, it's very disturbing. It's <laughs> The funny thing about that show, I think they did it. What is it? Season three or season four?
0: I think we're at four now.
1: So the way they do it though is like hilarious. It's like. Some big thing will happen at the end of the season, and then over the course of the year when nothing's happening, you know, there's no storytelling, some big event happens that they just all wind up back at the house. Mm-hmm. Like, some, like I mean, the end of the season, but they all go their separate ways. This season, back in the house. do will the explain it in five seconds. I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> that's where the story is, right? It's not really who gives a shit. They They, they, they got to be in the house together. To right. make the show good, right. back in the yes. house,
0: chase them all over the place. No, yeah, back
1: in the house. It's yeah, I, I I can't wait. And that starts next week. So, but we will watch it. It's just a there's a stack of television shows. We started watching one. <sighs> <sighs> Which one? So we started watching a show that I'm on the fence about, and there are some I'm sure they don't listen to this podcast, and it's called The Terminal List. I don't know. And that's Chris Pratt, in it. Okay. am good. You chased yeah. me away immediately. So people don't like Chris Pratt now, I guess. I, I don't Which
0: know. one's Chris Pratt? Is he He's
1: Star Lord? Yeah, he's just the same character all the time. Well he's not in this. This oh, okay. is very serious. Um and it's um, without I, I watched one episode. Um they're taken from a series of novels, and the big thing about the novels is that the uh guy who writes them is hyper Accurate with tiny details. Right? Okay. So, you know, to the car he drives, to the watch he wears, to the this, the, he's a Navy SEAL. And it looked like he was leaning in a very born, Jason born, uh, in that direction, which, you know, I love that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? But it also has, I'm seeing who likes it. Oh boy. Okay.
0: Same people that are like uh, what's the show that Brandon was talking about a couple weeks ago?
1: Oh, I was talking about fucking. Yeah, what uh, is it Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. This is More. Yeah. yeah. Screw. More than that, because now we've even narrowed the field. Okay. This is a true representation of why the Wait. white race is better than.
0: Yes. The
1: white race. Oh no. I'm seeing this immediately. Okay, so we're gonna go off. I'm gonna go off on a quick tangent. Go for it. When I started watching What's the premise of the show, I don't. He's a Navy SEAL. Something happens. Are they fucking with his mind? What's going on?
0: Um, Along those porn so little little Q Q anon. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. It's we, I haven't it because I think it's a foreign body that's doing it. Oh. More Manchurian candidate than anything else. China? Right? Nah. <laughs> I'm
0: just nah. guessing. I don't care.
1: It doesn't matter. So. This is, that's irrelevant, but it's not like, okay. So I started watching Strange New Worlds, right? Yes. And they do a shot of the bridge. And I noticed, right, when they went, and I didn't care, but when they went around the bridge, there wasn't a man on the bridge. It's all women. Right. All stiff. Who gives a shit? I don't fucking care. Don't Why care. would you care? care? I don't. The future. But I there is also... There also, but there is also a piece of me that goes, this is paramount pushing. Like we, we gotta over, like we know what you're doing. You don't really care. Let's not pretend you do. You don't really care. You're only doing this so people don't get mad at you. Um, so, but who gives a shit? Now this show, (laughs) it's all white dudes. And all the white dudes are watching the white dudes. So it was like, listen, you got shows like this, and there's gay characters, and there's, there's, uh, black people, and levels of command, and, and, and there's this, and there's that, and we're gonna make a show where everybody is fucking white. Mm-hmm. And they're all tough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love Cowboy Cerrone as a fighter, but he is the exempl- He he's, oh, yeah, he's he, the he the is monster. He's the- He is the embodiment of Yellowstone as a human being, right? He's flying jets and shooting guns on the fuck, riding a horse. And this is this guy, right? He's in Terror on the Prairie, a Daily Wire production. I mean, yeah, like this is who they're appealing to. I just thought it was hilarious. I noticed it in like 20 minutes. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me with this shit. And anyone who thinks
0: they're not—they don't know anyone gay. Just knows people
1: that haven't come out yet. That's all. <laughs> That's it. Anybody that cares is kind of odd at this point. A
0: piece of shit is what you are. Like, like, but like just macho, manly whiteness. Us men wouldn't do that. Meanwhile, they're yeah. sucking
1: each other off. <laughs> do it. Do it. Good. I wish I would. You know, the only problem I have with it is that this entire awakening that's finally going on right now wasn't going on there when I was out on the fucking town because I'd be fucking doing everything you Fuck fucking it and sucking and pulling. I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> All right,
0: that's a perfect. Time to uh,
1: perfect. Yeah, I have. Uh, listen, I do have something I wanted to bring up this week, but I want right. to wait till Brandon's here because it's yeah. a three three person conversation. I'll, I'll yeah, put Brandon's got to be on. here.
0: We're saving. We're saving some stuff for Brandon. All right, thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at number 4 wrestling Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Listen, if you guys have any recommendations for us, brackets, watch along. Well, not watch along. So we want reviews. The watch along things, <laughs> we can't coordinate to do a watch along. Reviews, stuff like that, You want us, stuff you want us to watch, stuff you think would be funny that we do watch. Send us an email. Uh, hard. What is it? Hard for wrestling? What the fuck is our email? I don't even know.
1: Just give me your personal email. Wrestling
0: is hard at gmail.com <laughs> Wrestling is hard at gmail dot com. Sorry. Uh, anyway, and for Brandon, who is uh gone to the netherworld. For yeah. Chris, I'm Jim, and uh we'll see here you here next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.